Radical Company podcast. It's Podcast Tuesday. I have to name the day that it is every time, Erica. Uh, it's like, <laughs> I usually go to Podcast Fridays, and uh, even though when you listen to podcasts, it can be any day that you listen to it. Yeah, but seriously. I have to distinguish the day we recorded today's Podcast Tuesday. We're headed to Charleston for a little trip. I am super pumped because Erica Powell is here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I know. Really excited <laughs> to have you on. Uh, Erica is a motivational speaker, a fitness pro, does some coaching. We're going to get into all that. But, uh, you know, we said this pre uh, episode. We know each other, but don't know each other. Yeah. You know, following a lot of the same people, following each other on social media. It's like the beauty of social media. I right? know, yeah. We run around in the same circles online and in Greenville. But, yeah, it's good to finally meet you and get to have a good conversation. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's like that offline, online thing. Yeah. You know, like, like in the digital world, you know, you can learn a lot, but it's always helpful, like, the, the realness of getting together and for sure. having some, I'm having water running here. I'm having, I'm having coffee, coffee, over for coffee. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get into Erica's story. We'll, we'll talk some Clemson Tiger stuff, some both being Clemson grads, which is cool. Mm, yeah. But, uh, you know, we have to talk a little bit about some icebreakers and I was talking with Erica and we're both Game of Thrones people yes. and so uh, new season starting in a month yeah and so are you looking forward to it I'm looking forward to it but I'm not even there yet oh, so yeah. season, like <laughs> six, yeah so like yeah. I was telling you I just discovered Game of Thrones well let me back up people have been telling me about Game of Thrones for years and I'm that person that's like I can't watch a lot of TV I don't have time blah 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 so I was putting it off and then literally just found it probably three this is embarrassing probably three weeks ago and have binge watched it and I'm now on uh, season six so now on season six um, and definitely ready for season eight to come out so favorite character so far oh. alive or dead okay so I have two definitely Khaleesi she's been my favorite from day one she's just she's a boss definitely a woman in power yes, she know, is she's she a is a boss yeah. and then Jon Snow I mean who can't love Jon Snow he's like the golden boy now did you see Ned like when I first started watching Ned mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the patriarch of the family like that was the first real left turn for me because I, I when I was watching it he seemed like such an iconic figure. That's what's yes. so great about the series. I was like, he's gonna be, this is gonna be our guy. You know, the whole like, time, yeah. He was just so genuine and like even amongst all the things. <laughs> you know, not so much. I know, but, exactly. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, uh, don't fall in love with Ned too much. I know, it's crazy how that show like kill off main characters left and right. Yeah. Um, I, which people told me about that, but I did not expect to that extent. A little bit. I'm definitely more of a Clemson football girl, um, but when I was at Clemson, I was a cheerleader there, cheered for both teams. Um, so I do keep up with Clemson basketball a little bit. A little disappointing. Yeah. I know. I know. March Madness this week. I know. You know, they've had their seasons have been fluctuating the past couple of years. We've lost a few of my favorites. Um, so I don't know. We'll Were see you a how. Bracket filler outer. No, yeah. no, just watch and and cheer them on. But yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I, I want to dig into your story. You've got a, a really great story, and I've heard you on the podcast. I know you've been out there and doing a lot of great things in the community and across the country. 
like to start these out with just, you know, in your own words, kind of your history, you know, like to yeah. today, you know, yeah. I know you've got some stuff in the disability space mm-hmm. and, and you're passionate about, but let's just start there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I have a, a business that's really a personal brand and it's developed into a multifaceted business where I speak, I am also a fitness trainer um, and use my motivational speaking, I guess, talents to empower women on their health and wellness journeys as well. So it's kind of those two um, interests that I have. but. It all started really way back. I don't know if everybody starts their story when they were six months old, but mine starts back then. Um, When I was six months old, I was diagnosed with cancer in my eyes. It was a very rare cancer, and they ended up treating it with radiation instead of chemotherapy, just because they couldn't really treat babies with my type of cancer with chemo. So treated it with radiation, and it worked. I've been cancer-free for over 20 years now, which is awesome. Um, But as we all know, radiation is super damaging to the body, and so I've been experiencing progressive vision loss throughout my life. So um, I guess just to break down my vision for people who aren't very familiar with vision loss, progressive vision loss is like, my vision was better five years ago than it is today, and it's better today than it most likely will be five years down the road. So it's always changing and fluctuating. and it's progressively getting worse. So that's kind of my message that I use to empower others through my business. Um, I work a lot in the disability space and teach people to love themselves no matter what. Um, Having a disability doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It's just something, it's just a barrier like anyone else is gonna have that you have to overcome to be successful. And then it's cool because I get to also use that in the health and wellness space as well. Um, And especially with women, loving themselves, having that confidence, um, there's a lot of shame that comes with having a disability and a lot of shame that I've experienced over the years. And so I get to use kind of my story and my knowledge with that and helping women love themselves, love their bodies and create a lifestyle that they really love. Yeah, is, um, where did the fitness, I know that's so key in your messaging. Yeah. Where did that passion come from? I'm the same. We have yeah. a lot of similar interests uh, and heavily, you know, influential in my life, physical mm-hmm. fitness and all that. But where does that passion come from for you? Yeah. Um, so I was a cheerleader at Clemson. Yeah. Um, before that, I was a competitive gymnast. So grew up super hardcore gymnast, was planning on going to the Olympics. Um, in gymnastics, you kind of age out of the sport. If you don't make it to the Olympics before like age 16 to 18, you're out, you've kind of lost your your peak. So I got super close to that. I was competing at an elite level with that, um, but then I started approaching my college years and kind of nav- re-navigated back into cheerleading because it was very similar. Um, I knew I had the skills to kind of transfer into that sport, and I knew I could go to a Division one school and you know po- possibly be on the team. So I think it really stems from that. Growing up, I think it was really just an outlet for me. Um, I was you know, I could control how much work I put into athletics and, and now into fitness. And um, that was kind of an outlet for me since I couldn't really control my health or my vision loss and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's where it stems from. A random question. You know, in the podcast, nothing should be random. But like, <laughs> you know, they hear, or, or I heard, you 
know, and maybe it was just in comic books with Spider-Man, but they mm-hmm. say one sense kind of goes away and others pick up more. Yes. So, I have curiosity. I've always wondered this about you, like, vision deteriorating, but has it made you more keen to your body or in other senses? Yes. Does that happen? For sure. So, definitely listening and just being aware um, auditorily and then physically like I feel like I am physically more aware of my surroundings um, and I think that my athletic ability and just growing up being an athlete and always being strong and into fitness and coordinated has tremendously helped me with being able to navigate safely with vision loss and all of that stuff so definitely hearing um, I'm like so I can't recognize people's faces because of just my vision if I pass sitting right here, if I didn't know it was you that I was speaking to, I wouldn't know it was you, just because I can't see your face. Right. Um, so I have like the best voice recognition ever. Like anybody. Now that's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> best voice recognition. I mean, somebody can pass me on the street and say, hey, Erica, how are you? And I don't know who they are visually, but if I can get one more sentence out of them, I can figure out who they are just by their voice. I was like, it's got to like yeah. pick up somewhere. virtual training because I travel a lot with speaking so I can't be in the gym training clients all the time you know scheduled each week Um, so the virtual training has kind of given me a way to be able to train from wherever I am and so I send it's basically video based um, and I'll record you know all my clients videos for that week and send them their videos send them their PDF of their workouts and um, send them their PDF of their meal plan for the week cool way to be able to stay in touch with them and have that close trainer relationship with them but not have to be in the gym right there with them and a lot of them also like it because on their end because they don't have to schedule a time to meet with me you know we're going to work out Monday Wednesday Friday at 7 a.m well if you know little Sadie gets sick and can't come to the gym at 7 a.m they can do their workout whenever it started really local, just, you know, obviously friends and referral based, but now I have um, what I call this five-week challenges where I'll get women um, who will join this five-week challenge and go through basically a health and wellness program for five weeks. And that is, it's very regimented. I mean, we're all going through it together and um, kind of cheering each other on and keeping each other accountable, but that has reached people all over the U.S., which has been awesome. So I'm about to start round two of that next Monday. How do you keep up with you know, new exercises, meal plans? Like, what's like the training? You know, how do you keep yourself fresh? Yeah, that's a good question because like whenever you go through your personal training certification or your nutritionist certification, yeah. it's just like the knowledge, but then like there's school. no follow-up. The knowledge and then yeah. it changes all the time. Exactly. Right? So I think just being passionate about it, I'm always listening to podcasts or reading the newest article. Yeah. And of course, my social media feed is like all the experts on health and wellness. And so yeah. I'm just kind of taking in all the new stuff on a daily basis and seeing what other people are doing and then seeing how I can kind of with that to fit with my clients and to fit with my message because a lot of in the fitness world a lot of it's about appearance you know Um, 
weight loss so you can have flat abs and look hot for summer, like whatever. And yeah, that's everyone's goal. But there's also a huge component to fitness that I like to say it's more than what meets the eye. And that kind of ties in with my message of vision loss. Like feeling healthy is so much more beneficial than just looking thin or looking shredded, you know. Yep. So I kind of like to mesh the two. one of those really weird people who love high intensity training right. so like if people hate burpees I love burpees <laughs> I love any type of workout where like at the end of it I'm sweating my heart rate is up and I'm like dead so anything like that that's cool yeah what about, what about foods like are you are you really is it health food all the time so what are, what is what's your favorite health foods and then maybe your favorite cheese oh for sure Favorite health foods? I am like on an acai bowl kick right now. Okay. I love it because it tastes like a treat, but it's healthy. Yep. Um, but of course, like my day-to-day stuff usually looks like um, some type of lean meat and veggies. And meal prep? Meal, Are you a meal try prep? Try to meal prep as much as possible. It's hard with travel. And I know you travel a lot, so yep. it's hard with travel. But yeah, try to meal prep as much as possible. But I'm definitely a believer, and this is how I train my girls, um, on just staying macro-minded, so not counting your macros, because that can be very tedious. It's it's for some people, yeah. um, and it can give you a lot of flexibility, but if you can just like have in the back of your mind what macros you want to hit, um, and not necessarily count them, but just say, oh, hey, I had a lot of protein and a lot of carbs for breakfast, maybe I'm going to not have as many carbs for dinner, yeah. that type of thing, it can give you a lot more flexibility in your diet, so that's what I kind of like to do. But what, are your, what are your thoughts on like, it seems like there's a new trend in diet. Exactly. Like every month, somebody's selling a good <laughs> program. You know, it was a long time ago, it was South Beach Diet Atkins, and now it's keto, which I'm admittedly doing right now. Yeah. Um, which I actually like keto. Like, That's what I was going to ask you. This is my second go around with it. You know, and I, look, I can eat. I'm a yeah. good boy. Like, yeah. I can eat. And, but, once I'm on keto, like, I stop craving the carbs, mm -hmm. and it makes me just feel better. Yeah. I don't know. I And I did it for, like, eight weeks, eight to 12 weeks last summer, towards the end of the summer. Yeah. And I dropped, like, 15 pounds. And yeah. I'm gaining and lose weight pretty easily. It's mm -hmm. both a blessing and a curse, you know. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I can drop it easy, but I can also throw on 10 pounds in, like, three days. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, literally. Like, if I ate just whatever I wanted, yeah. I, can, I can go from, like, 225 to 235 oh, like wow. that. Yeah. You know, but I can also drop it doesn't drop in three days, but I, in seven or eight days can drop 10 pounds too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, so, but I like the way it makes me feel. Like, mm -hmm. I feel a little sharper. I don't crave, I'm not, you never, you almost don't feel hungry. Mm -hmm. It's a strange thing, but yeah. I like it. But there's just, back to the point, there's so many fads. I know. Where, like, you just, ignore them like being being a coach or yeah. do you like find or you know oh you find one you like or you know how do you respond to the yeah. diet du jour stuff yeah I try to steer my clients the same way I steer myself in that um, any type of fad diet like it, it, it might work it might be super effective like keto obviously yeah. is very effective but check and see like is this going to be sustainable to me for the rest yeah. of my life am i going to want to drink butter in my coffee for the rest <laughs> of my life probably not my Matt arteries my might hate me <laughs> yeah he likes that butter in the coffee yeah style. yeah so i like to think like long term sustainable 
freedom. Let me stick to like science, which is protein, fats, carbs. <laughs> so, yeah, the food thing. pyramid, you know, it's the test of time. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about the food pyramid. That is a little crazy. I do not it eat as much grains yeah, as right, white grains as they tell me to. Yeah. I think that was really messed up. But yeah, right. <laughs> definitely like the macro space is what I always like to fall back on. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you do you listen to when you're working out? Or like, do you do music when you're training and stuff? To me, fitness it is music and culture, like all these worlds like collide. Oh, yeah. And like, to me, I'm, you know, when we go to the core and, you know, yeah. it's like that whole vibe. Yeah. You know. That's what I love about core is like, I don't have to take my headphones, you know, <laughs> I can listen to the trap music that's playing. Yeah. I, I like to listen to rap or any type of like, sometimes I'll get in a really girly mood and I like like upbeat pop or hip hop or whatever. Yeah. Um, but definitely something fast paced, motivating. Um, but sometimes I can get on a roll working out and be listening to a podcast. A lot of times my brain is like working business-wise whenever I'm working out, which is really weird. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll be thinking about business the whole time. And like we're really in, zoned into a podcast. If I'm in the, if I'm on the stair climber, you mm-hmm. know, or like the treadmill or something, it's usually a podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like you're in that zone of just like whatever. Yeah. I trained for a marathon last year. I, I ran a marathon last year. And, um... So I run with my full sister. Marathon. Yep, full marathon. So I have to run sighted guide when I run in races because there's just so many people. I can't navigate everyone and all the obstacles with my yeah. vision safely. So my sister runs as my sighted guide and she'll either run like one step ahead of me or we'll um, run holding a tether. So like any type of thing that's just keeping us kind of together and she'll give me cues verbally. But we, when we were training for our marathon, we would burn through podcasts because I mean, you're out, out running for like four hours and it's yeah. miserable. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we listen to so I don't many. like running. Yeah. Like I'm just not built for it. Like I can, yeah. I can do sprints, but like, and yeah. I can go run, I, I can go run five miles if I had to, but like it's counting my yeah, so after I ran that full marathon, I ran a few races leading up to that because I thought like, oh, distance running might be my thing. Like, I've been wanting to have some type of competitive outlet as an adult. So after we ran that full marathon, um, I had someone contact me from the U.S. Paralympic Committee. And they're like, hey, we see that you're a blind runner. We need more blind runners on our marathon team USA. Do you want to train and start entering some races and maybe qualify? And I was like, well, this is awesome. I mean, what an honor. I would love to compete in the Olympics for Team USA, but I hate marathon running, so I can't do that. So now I'm actually training to um, do some track and field events for Team okay. USA. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been really great. I want to have you on again and talk more about the concept yeah. that comes to life. I know. I really enjoy getting to know you socially, but having
Yeah, yeah. I know. Thank you. um, You know, that's my main mission is to break down that stigma that can come with being a person with a disability. I mean, it's like being part of any other minority group. Um, There's a lot of stigma that comes with it. There's a lot of stereotypes that come with it. And it's kind of taboo. I mean, like you said, sometimes you just, if you haven't been exposed to it a lot, you don't feel comfortable talking about it or approaching it because you don't want to say anything wrong and you don't want to hurt someone. Or, yeah. So um, I love to just kind of make that seem more normal, break down those stereotypes and show people that there are people out there with disabilities that do everything anyone else does. And I just am happy to be one of them. So. Awesome. Well, tell everybody that's listening where they can keep up with you because I know we sort of mentioned it here and there, but how do people follow doing yeah. if you want to get some fitness training or any of that stuff yeah. where can everybody find you for sure um, I'm at blind fit girl on all social media platforms I mainly hang out on Instagram and YouTube yeah. um, my uh, website is blindfitgirl.com and I'm starting a new five week challenge for women it's a uh, fitness plans meal plans and empowerment coaching for five weeks we get started on Monday actually so there's still Perfect time to time. sign up if anyone's interested Excited to hear. Cool. <laughs> well, I really appreciate Erica coming on today. I'm Ryan Alford, your host of the Radical Company Podcast. Follow us anytime at radical underscore results on Instagram or on the website radical.company anytime. Thanks so much, and we're out.